Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program. If you're new to Queer Stories, welcome. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. Head out to your local bookseller to buy the Queer Stories book and enjoy listening to this incredible archive of stories by LGBTQI plus Australians. Julian Darnay Maloney is an interdisciplinary artist who works with painting, video, performance and fibre art. They also operate an artist-run initiative named Intersect Space, based in Marrickville. This piece is adapted from a story they wrote for Archer magazine and was performed at the Archer magazine launch in Sydney in March 2019. By the time my son was 12 and we'd moved back to Sydney, the gap between the two genders within me began to broaden. I'd come out to him and my sisters as bisexual. I packed away my girl clothes and cut my hair short to look masculine and scare away the straight men. At 46, I went out with my first queer guy who talked about how he felt quite female and that he was getting counselling at the gender centre. I looked at the centre's website and discovered for the first time the spectrum of genders and realised that I was gender questioning. In that same year, I learned that I'd worn the cartilage off my knees and was told I'd never be able to run again. The years of rigidly controlling my female body through exercise and strict diets were coming to an end. And this was probably the catalyst for my journey to seriously addressing my thoughts about the other half, my secret self. My three sisters often wished we'd had a brother. I didn't really notice an absence of masculine energy because after daily push-ups from the age of five, I'd held the unchallenged title of first place in our arm wrestling competitions. I loved testing my strength and showing off my large biceps. However, I was equally interested in designing clothes, experimenting with makeup. Our father, an, ex, an Irish ex-squadron leader in the British Air Force, had quietly wished for boys, so he encouraged our tomboyish behaviour. Almost every Sunday, we'd head to the Royal National Park for the day, I loved to help Dad build the campfire. My parents would make billy tea and damper, throw potatoes in the embers, while the four of us went exploring for hours. From the age of 11, I began helping my dad with his home insulation business. A whole Saturday would be spent driving to a country town, lifting and emptying huge bags of industrial insulation for hours, and then arriving home at dusk, covered in dirt and sweat. Although the work was hard, being out on the open road with him made me feel like his son. And my parents often told me that I was like the beautiful one in the family. I secretly began to study my face, like trying to find out what they were referring to. My mother loved the beauty and style of Hollywood's actresses from the 30s and 40s, and I wondered about maybe one day growing into one of those classic sirens. At 17, I left home and moved to the inner city where I discovered the Exchange Hotel and my tribe among the post-punk scene. The girls had short hair and wore cool boys' clothes, the boys wore eyeliner and jewellery. Still, their clothing choices didn't, they weren't indicators of their gender identity or sexual preference. There were limited words for those beyond gay and straight. I just saw them as simply different from the rest of the world and fiercely proud of it. And yet it was around that time that my own gender became troubling. By 18, Oxford Street felt like my home, yet I hadn't really come across anyone like me. I studied my face in the mirror daily, and it seemed androgynous, like a blank canvas, and that I needed to paint on the makeup to convince other people that I was a girl. 
I knew I was born with a girl body, something I was starting to resent. I'd look at men on the streets more jealous of their bodies than attracted to them. My friends, all gay boys, were finding love and sex, but I was just a fag hag, you know, a handbag. And um, they all told me how stunning I was. And I became attracted to some of them and felt guilty and lost about it. I tried being with straight men, but to be read and touched as a woman felt really weird. I learnt to perform what I believed were the right moves and sounds that I thought a woman should make. Once I was introduced to this tough-looking guy. He was heavy-set and dressed in black leather. And then I was later told that he'd had a sex change. I tried to imagine what might look like under his clothes, but I dare not ask about it. And then drag queens I met knew, that I knew called each other she and her, and, but then many of the gay boys that I knew did that too. So these were the only variants of gender that I encountered until 30 years later. I moved to Bondi Beach in my early 20s and there straight men were all around me. I became obsessed with looking perfect. Through my sunglasses I scanned the streets and noticed that most of them were checking me out. I became addicted to it. I knew I was attractive and so their attention made me feel better. However, back at home I obsessively checked for muscle growth around my arms and legs and back and I just wanted these rippling muscles that matched those men that looked at me. I felt like I was being judged, not only by people, but also all the dominant images in advertisements that I passed at billboards, bus stops, magazine stands. Regardless of how fit I was in reality, the body that I saw in the mirror was huge, sloppy, dimply. In my mind, it was pathetic and useless simply because of its gender. I married a conservative Australian man in the, in the mid-90s and tried to convince him that my primary role, or he tried to convince me that my primary role of a woman was just being a homemaker. And when I discovered I was pregnant at 33, the reality of having a female body was an indescribable shock. After years of running, gymnastics, weights and diets, I was afraid of what my body was going to do to me, finally. However, watching my baby grow inside me was really exciting, um, but I didn't tell anyone of my fears as my body morphed into what I saw as a huge gestational sack. When I gave birth to my son and was shown how to breastfeed, I was really happy that my breast finally had a purpose. It was great. And I immediately resumed training and ran my first half marathon up when he was six months old. I didn't go to mother's groups, I just focused instead on finishing my second degree. And when my son was three, I began a master's of fine art and then moved to the Hunter Valley with my husband. And within two years, we'd split. And then in my late 40s, I met a transgender man with whom I finally, I immediately felt an affinity to. He shared with me things that I believed existed in no one else's world but mine. I went to the gender center and took to talk for the first time about my gender dysphoria. And by my second visit, I was asking about how soon I could access testosterone. I came out to my son and my sisters as transmasculine. My father passed away within a few months, so I didn't get to tell him about my journey. However, I finally told my mum when she asked suspiciously one day if, if I was taking steroids. <laughs> and I, I sailed into the realisation that I was gender fluid by that stage. And now, after a hysterectomy, mastectomy and five years in testosterone, I still look pretty female. <laughs> I'm hard to define. Oh, that, that's... I feel... A, fine about that because I love playing with makeup and I'm fine with who I am. I feel like I'm really two halves of a whole. 
I leave the door open to descriptions as it took me so long to claim my true identity and I still may have more to learn about myself. My friends sometimes get pronouns mixed up, calling me she, they or he. I'm not really worried about what I'm read as. I'm many things and I love that about me. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and consider buying a copy of the Queer Stories book. Hope to see you at one of the events soon.